0: And welcome to the Win-Win Podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Smellon. Join us as we dive into changing trends in the workplace and how to navigate them successfully. When reps are enabled with the right technology and support, they are able to perform better. Research has found that 84% of sales reps achieve their quotas when their employer incorporates a best-in-class sales enablement strategy. So how can organizations build an enablement strategy that's actually going to move the needle? Today, we have Dana Klein, the VP of Sales Strategy and Planning at Resolute Investment Managers joining us. Thanks for joining us, Dana. I'd love for you to introduce yourself, your background, and your organization to our audience.
1: Sure. Thank you. And thanks for having me. Just as a quick overview, I've been in financial services for almost all my career, predominantly with investment management companies where we are sort of a B2B approach. We're calling on financial intermediaries, whether they're financial advisors or institutions, but we're we are generally working through them to deliver our investment products to investors at various levels. So that's been my experience over the years. And I've been in a variety of roles from marketing to sales, Back to marketing. Now I'm doing sales strategy and planning for the organization. It's very much in line with sort of a combination of giving the sales team the tools that they need to be successful at what they do, whether it's marketing pieces or it's just a simple, here's how to present something. So, you know, we find High Spot to be, you know, very, 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 very helpful. So we can talk about that. As far as our organization, so Resolute Investment Managers is a multi-affiliate asset manager so we manage products ourselves but we also have investments in a variety of affiliates and predominantly we what we do for them is what we call distribution so i like to think about our business in a in two very simple term concepts one is we manage other people's money whether they're individual investors or institutions or we run around the world getting the money to manage so you know in reality you know most of what we're doing is going around and and working with financial advisors to raise assets in our in our various investment
0: products. We're excited to have you here Dana. Now to start, can you share more about what sales enablement looks like in your organization and the role it plays in your company's strategy?
1: Absolutely. So when we think about sales enablement, you know, it's really about providing our sales team with a several different things. One is, you know, the tools they need to be successful. You know, we're selling intangibles. We, you know, it's not like here, come and, come and tap the hood of our car here. And, you know, what do you think? You like the styling and the seats comfortable. It's really more of selling, you know, an investment concept at one level or another. And so it's very important for them to be able to explain what we do, how we do it, and what's the process that goes behind it. And so, when we think of sales enablement, we start by thinking about all the materials that we produce, making sure that our salespeople have them at their fingertips almost immediately. And then, you know, from there, we think about it in terms as well of, well, all right, you, you know, you have that piece of paper in a sense, or that, you know, digital image. How do you talk about that digital image? So we think about sales strategy as well in terms of, how do you position this? How do you talk about it relative to other investments? And so it's very important to keep them up to date on how well we're doing, but also how this fits within an investor's portfolio. So there's a tremendous amount of you know of dynamism in the market. And so we're constantly trying to keep them updated uh, as to the best things to say and do around using the materials that we create and delivering you know, those concepts to their clients. The other thing I would add is part of that is what I would call training and coaching. And I think of it more in terms of coaching. Our salespeople tend to be fairly experienced and and pretty good at what they do. And, you know, but even when you think about uh, professional athletes, they're still practicing almost every single day. They're trying to hone their skills. And so, you know, we're trying to also coach them on the best ways to present those materials. So we've just started with high spot training and coaching. We had a different platform. We've decided to go to this one. You know, we think about it in terms as well of, okay, how are you going to position this and then hearing how they would do it and then, you know, coming back with feedback. Many years ago, I heard feedback is the breakfast of champions. So, you know, that's critical that we need to be able to give them feedback. We listen to what they say, and then we give them a sense of this was, here's a better way to say it, or here's another way to say it, or that was really terrific. And then we try to take that terrific line, if you will, and, you know, and kind of push it out to everyone else as well.
0: I love that. I love that you guys are focused on that. And what would you say are some of the key components of an effective enablement strategy, especially in the financial services industry?
1: For us, it's a couple things. You know, one is just having the materials. And then two, you know, making sure that we can distribute them in, you know, one of a myriad of ways. It, It wasn't that long ago where I would go to travel with one of our salespeople and you know, get to meet them at the airport and, you know, I'd have my bags with me for a couple of days and I'd go to the back of the car and the, the, they'd open the trunk and it was filled with boxes of material. Oh, I'm sorry. There's no room back here. We'll put your, we'll put your luggage in the back seat, which was also filled with material because that's a lot of what we did. We walked and we met face to face with financial advisors or analysts at institutions And we provided them, you know, here is a flip book, which is basically our presentation, but printed out, spiral bound, very nicely done, mind you. Same thing with a flyer, fact sheets, variety of other materials. But it was all, you know, sort of handed to you, you look at it, I point to you something on the page. And and that's kind of how we went through our investment process and our our sales process. And that has really changed. It changed with technology like Highspot. We many years ago started giving everybody a large iPad. Don't print as much as you had to before. Just use the iPad. And that way with a high spot we can keep the materials up to date. And when you know, we we change our material every quarter. Everything has to be updated. So we know that the latest version is available on the iPad. And and we using spot. we know that it's automatically updated. So we don't have to worry about people walking around with, you know, last quarters. Fact sheet or last year's fact sheet, we know they only have the latest and greatest. So that was that was a real advancement for us. But you know, as as time goes by, now so much of this is virtual. We still have meetings, and luckily, as we sort of come through the pandemic, things have opened up a little bit. But it's still very hard to have that meeting with somebody. So a lot of it is still virtual or over the phone and so a lot of it is using the tools at Highspot for example to pitch things out you know we're presenting material but we're doing it in a virtual way in one form or another or we're emailing it so the other thing becomes very important is figuring out if I send you an email did you open it and if you opened it did you look at the content that I sent you and how much of that and you know Highspot provides a lot of those analytics that we are constantly working with people. you know, did you look at the pitch report? If you sent them something, did they open it? How long did they open it for? What pages did they look at? So, you know, those are things that we're more and more getting our sales team to really review because that way they're much better prepared for that next meeting. When they go to do their follow-up, they can see, oh, okay, they focused on, you know, page seven here and they look at page seven and they can see very quickly what caught the person's eye. I think it's important for our salespeople to stay engaged in that in that process and engaged with understanding what was really important for that client, that prospect. So the other thing about financial services is we're highly regulated. And so, you know, there's a lot of things that we have to do, and that's another benefit of you know, our sales enablement platform and Highspot is we can we can do some f- automatic follow-ups and be aware of certain things because Highspot allows us to run those analytical reports, which help our compliance department, you know, do some of the follow-ups and, and maintain the oversight that they need. Again, without being intrusive, they can just run it themselves. So that becomes really important to both our salespeople as well as sales management.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, Dana, you've touched on this already a little bit, but I'd love to understand the role HighSpot plays in helping you bring your enablement strategy to life. You know,
1: I think about it in a couple of ways. One, you're emailing out a pitch which has a link. One of the advantages of HighSpot is a number of our client firms, their VPN or their firewall is gonna block an email that comes from an IP address that isn't, you know, our our IP address. So we can send almost every content from HighSpot directly from Outlook on an individual email. So it really, you know, it gets through the firewall, which is really what you want. When you want to follow up with somebody, you know, you don't want it showing up in their spam or you don't want it blocked and and it just goes into like a black hole never to be seen again. So there's a real benefit to being able to connect with Outlook or some other standard email platform. But, you know, how we bring sales strategy to life it's kind of a continuum you know it's being able to figure out okay when do i want to follow up how do i follow up what did they use and and as i was saying you know using the pitch report to sort of go back and say okay well this is what they were most interested in this is what i'm going to focus on you know a lot of times we go into a meeting and we think that we're going to talk about product a and we wind up talking about products b and c all totally different because that's really where the client wants to go or we may ask them, what are you, what are the problems that you're having and, and then we try to find the right solution. So sometimes it's being able to kind of move very quickly along on the, on the fly for the salesperson becomes really, really important. You know, that's a lot of, of what we're using like a high spot for in the field. From my perspective, now going to training and coaching, it gives me the ability to work with sales managers and others and product specialists and investment managers and build out a nice package of information. We've also, in the last six months, started to use place where, you know, we rather than say, okay, you know, go and look for the material, which Highspot is fabulous at, but we package everything in one place where we can show them everything basically the rationale for this investment and now here's all the content that's that's important for a sales presentation and then here's all that content in one place so they're not going back to another tab to find a particular piece it's all right there and then they can easily send that out in an email once they figure it out or they can use it you know on the fly when they're just doing a virtual meeting so you know there's a number of ways that they can very quickly get to the material they want but we're finding plays are great and now that now that highspot has added more analytic functionality particularly to every spot you know managers can see very quickly who's using what is it from the broadest perspective in other words you know our broadest spot is almost like a library so they can see you know which are the books that are being taken out the most frequently which are the pieces that are popular or used the most what products are the things. So we can see, in a sense, what's trending. We may not see the sales initially, but we're seeing the trend because people are starting to use certain products. So it gives us an idea of what we want to be focusing on, both from a sales management perspective, but also, you know, then we can, you know, work with marketing to say, okay, well, here's a product that we haven't really looked at in a while. It's starting to get a little more engagement. Maybe we should be thinking about a new piece to support it or making sure to update things, you know, a little quicker than normal, you know, like everybody, we're, we're always resource constrained. So you have to put a priority to uh, what pieces get updated every single quarter. So it gives us a sense of what are the pieces, if they're, if they're starting to be used more frequently, maybe then the priority moves up to make sure people get that latest and greatest version, you know, as soon as possible.
0: I think that's fantastic. Now, you've you've actually been a Highspot customer for about five years, and you recently evolved your investment to include training and coaching. Can you tell me more about the impact of having a unified platform for your enablement efforts?
1: We had another platform that we started with, frankly, well before Highspot, and uh, they had made some changes to their original offering, which brought us to Highspot without getting too deep into it. But, you know, we use their training and coaching and, you know, what I found was it was a great tool, had a, a lot of what I would call bells and whistles, probably more than we needed or more than we used. You know, that always happens. You know, I mean, that's the beauty of some of, of, of most technology platforms is you, you get more than you can actually put your arms around all the time. But what we found was that we would create these, you know, let's say a sales, uh, like a, a training piece on here's how to position a particular product. And it was very difficult to get people to go to the other platform. And then I would wind up creating a spreadsheet and putting it on Highspot with the links to all those trainings. So eventually it just made sense to say, all right, let's let's have that single sign on. Let's go, you know, right to uh, Highspot. And what I'm finding and this has only been the last couple of months. So I I can't say I have, you know, all the five years of experience at the training and coaching But what I'm finding is it integrates really, really well. So when I think about training on a product, to me, that is everything you need to know because you never know you might get a question, you know, it's not how to how to present it per se, but it's how do you, what do you need to know to handle the objections along the way? What do you need to know about the background? Let's say the managers that you may just gloss over in a sales pitch. So I want to package that under training. The other thing in training I want to be able to do is say, okay, well, here's how you want to position this and here's how you want to pitch it. And I want to hear you present it back to me. And, um, you know, training and coaching allows me to do that in a very simplistic way. And the other thing I would say, having just started in this, the support that I've gotten from Highspot building out the training and coaching in their platform, because everything is different. The nomenclature is different, you know, the the, you know, the acronyms are different, but the support has been unbelievable. Our sales consultant, Carol DePratty, has spent innumerable hours, to, probably much to her chagrin, going over these things with me, helping me. Beauty of it too is she video, you know, we video, we use Zoom and she records it and then she sends me the Zoom. So when you're trying to, you know, remember what box do you have to click to do this or that, or I've got a video that I can just go back to, skim through it. Find that spot and and watch, okay, you're going to do this, this, and this. Because, you know, sometimes you, you, you're drinking out of a fire hose, so you don't always remember everything. So this has been great. And then, you know, added support in terms of, you know, some great help in terms of how do you really want to structure some of these trainings. With the other guys it was like, well, here's what you kind of do. But here it's more of much more hands-on, individual help, figuring out how we want to do it. You know, one of the things I learned was taking a longer video and just chunking it down to three to five minute sections. We're, we're salespeople, you know, the attention span is relatively short. And so the trick is, you know, how do you keep people engaged? Well, just chunk it out, maybe ask a question or two along the way just to kind of keep them engaged. But that's really been very helpful. So we've, we look at training as you probably don't even need to know, but everything you're going to know about a product, then we do use use testing, you know, some simple quizzes along the way. And then that dovetails right into the play, where we boil all that down to just the essence of what you need to present, what you need to say to people to quickly, you know, what are those key talking points on that product, let's say, and then here's all the material. And you know, we build You know, combinations of products, per se. If you add this to a broader portfolio, here's the impact of it. So we'll put all of those things into the play because that's what, you know, that's what people are going to. That's really what they need. So, you know, we kind of put them through training and then we simplify it down to, you know, the best way to present it with this play. So it's been really, really helpful. And, you know, as far as the unified, I will say, you know, the single sign on makes a big difference. People are not clicking through to another platform. Then they got to sign on. Um, I know that seems like a simple concept, but, you know, it's it's the kind of thing that is what I like to call an irritant. And the fewer of those that you have, the, the more likely people are going to stay engaged with what you're asking them to do. I don't want to give them the excuse. Oh, I couldn't find my login. I forgot the password, whatever. You know, you just go right into it from high spot. And it's simple
0: to give our listeners some best practices. How do you go about aligning your enablement strategy with the top priorities and objectives of the business?
1: We think about enablement, we think about high spot in terms of this is how we deliver material. We make this, you know, central to providing information for our sales team to use and push out, you know, to the greater world. So, it is, it's sort of the core of what we do. You know, we create a piece in marketing and it immediately goes on high spot and people are, you know, notified this has been updated or we have this new piece and here's what it does, that kind of thing. So it, it is the central core of everything that we do because this is how we present, you know, we're using materials at one form or another. It is at the very top. In terms of objectives for the business, the other thing that is really important to us is measurement. You know, you, can, you can't fix something you can't measure. So we look at the analytics a lot. Everything that we do, and we can talk a little bit th- about this in terms of like, you know, using our Salesforce or CRM. Everything that, that we do in Highspot links into, into Salesforce. We have a policy that if it's not in Salesforce, it didn't happen. So one of the things that we measure is, you know, meetings and we measure emails, but, you know, we measure all of those things. We want to see activity. Um, So we know that if people do it right, everything that they send from Highspot, let's say, or present from Highspot is going to show up in Salesforce. And if it can go directly in, it's one less step that the salesperson has to take to go fill in their Salesforce. So it becomes critical to being able to measure everything and we make that almost job number one for everybody beyond you know presenting and selling obviously but it's also just making sure that you know that you're putting it in in the system and you're doing it right and if they do it right from high spot they don't have to go back into the Salesforce; it's already done for them so that becomes critical to us because we're measuring everything that everybody does every single day and reports are generated every single week and rolled up to a month and what have you but you know we are constantly measuring activity and so high spot becomes critical to that as well so it's a matter of getting the right materials out there getting people to use them and use them very simply in a way that dumps right into salesforce and then off of salesforce we run the activity reports to see you know how these pieces are being used
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely, and I think we're all focused on making sure that we can correlate our efforts to impact. So, how do you ensure that your strategy is effective in driving impact against those priorities? And how has Highspot helped with that?
1: One of the things you know, I talked about: we measure everything. So, you know, we believe activity, you know, ultimately breeds results. And so, if it's not in Salesforce, it didn't happen. Part of all of our sales teams' compensation. Is a measure of activity. Now, you know, certain things have greater weight than others, but we're constantly looking to see, you know, where their activity is. And, and people get a report every week. They see where they stand relative to their peers, for example. At the end of the day, if you will, we measure all that, and that becomes a significant ingredient in, in compensation. You know, it's important. And so, if you know that if you you know sent out an email from Highspot, more importantly, you did a uh, you know a virtual conference on Zoom, and you you know you used uh, the slides from Highspot, and it's in there, then we know you know we're good to go. So that just it it all becomes one kind of consistent process.
0: So we had the chance to actually connect at our recent HighSpot Spark user conference in early November here in Seattle. And during that time, we were talking about HighSpot's Salesforce integration and how that has helped you improve visibility and tracking of sales activities inside your CRM. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and the impact that that has had on your strategy?
1: We measure sales and sales activities. It's a major component of of how people are compensated on the sales side of the organization. So, it's very important that they use Highspot and because we've integrated Highspot into Salesforce, they can, you know, they, they don't have to go multiple places to basically log their activities. Logging activity is the bane of any salesman's existence. They just want to move on to the next activity. They don't want to be spending time logging it. I certainly never did. And I'm quite certain, you know, most of our folks feel the same way. So Highspot provides that sort of automatic logging, if you will. If I if I send if I pitch something out, whether it's in an email or I do a virtual presentation and I open something up and I present it, uh, you know, on Highspot and I click through and and set it up through Highspot properly, it shows up automatically in Salesforce. And then it automatically tags the contact. So it simplifies the process and makes things much more efficient for the salesperson. So they can go on and do what we really pay them to do, which is, you know, present our products and follow up and ultimately bring in assets. It it just simplifies the process and it automates it. So they're not spending time in their office just relogging the things they already did that's really critical. And we try to get them, you know, with reasonable success when they're done with a meeting. Yeah, log some of those results through Highspot. Again, it'll show up in Salesforce. And, you know, how the meeting go? Um, you know, what do you need to follow up? Uh, that becomes very simple and easy. And then you have your notes for when you go back to follow up a couple of weeks later, or what have you, with all the right material.
0: Love it. Last question for you, Dana. With the new year just starting, how are you evolving your strategy to plan for the year ahead? And how is Highspot going to play a role in your 2023 strategy?
1: You know, every year we go back and we look at what have we done, what can we do better? And it's a combination of a couple different things. One, we're going to use plays a lot more. So we're, we used to just say, okay, everything gets loaded into Highspot. We had one big spot for everything that we could send out externally, and then we had another spot for everything that was internal, and that was pretty much it. Then we built out a few other specific product spots. Now we wanna use plays more and more. We wanna be able to get people to go there if they're looking for something on a specific strategy or some combination strategy, they can go right to that play and it gives them everything they need to know and in one place along with all the content that they need. And so to me, it's going to be a much more efficient place to, you know, not just provide the content, but also the key talking points around that. And those things are easily updated on a regular basis. So that's a lot of what we're going to do is going to integrate more plays in. And then, you know, obviously, as I mentioned, we just moved to the training and coaching platform, and we're going to be using that more and more. We're going to be using it both for you know, deeper dives into product, but also quick hits like, you know, here's the positioning of this new piece that we just created. And then we can ask our salespeople, okay, now that you've seen this, how would you use this? And we can then, you know, go back, look at it. And, you know, there's, there's no monopoly on great ideas. So a lot of our salespeople are incredibly creative. So sometimes you see something from them and you can take that, that video content and edit it into and put it into kind of a best of hits you know here's three of the best ideas we got from those things we asked you know everybody to do and you know bill here did a great job and here's his three minutes on positioning this product so we could, you know take the most creative ideas and push them out to everybody so that's something that we want to do you know on a regular basis going forward so that's kind of our our plan for high spot and of course you know just keeping everything up to date and well-organized.
0: Thank you so much, Dana. I appreciate the time and I appreciate you sharing your story.
1: Well, thank you. That's really kind of you to say that. So, I mean, honestly, I think, you know, we love Highspot. The support has been phenomenal, far more than I ever thought it would be. Uh, And over the last five years, I will say the product has evolved nicely. We find that it becomes an even more key ingredient to how we, you know, think about the world and how we wanna you know, push our content out in general. So it's really important to us.
0: To our audience, thanks for listening to this episode of the Win Win Podcast. Be sure to tune in next time for more insights on how you can maximize enablement success with Highspot.